Hey, listener. No, no, no. Hey, listener. Yeah. Welcome to Lifestyle Listed. This is a real estate podcast with the customers and clients in mind. And me? Well, I'm Erica Bruce. I'm a full-time realtor, and I'm licensed in my home state of New Hampshire, also Maine and Massachusetts, two neighboring states. And on the podcast, I'll be having authentic discussions that will help to create a better understanding of the real estate transactional process for buyers and sellers, and I'll cover relevant topics in the current market. I'll also have guests that can help discuss topics that are outside of my license of practice, but are still very important to the process of residential real estate. So without further ado, let's get today's episode started. Good morning, afternoon, good evening. I hope wherever you are and whatever you're doing, your day is going great or will be great. I am doing this episode live because I'm going to be honest with you guys. I had some other things that I was doing this week and I didn't record it ahead of time. So you get me live today. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about uh, spring sales because that's when the sales actually spring into life or everything else springs into life. But before I do that, I do want to put into practice something that we're doing right now in bold and give a little gratitude. I don't know if you've ever practiced gratitude before, but it can be something small. It could be something that's important to you. So I would like to say that today I am grateful for the ability to have time to spend with friends and family and also connecting with colleagues. Take some time, think about it, but maybe, you know, every day try to say, what are you grateful for today? It could be the French fries that you had at lunch. It could be uh, the new car that you got. It could be anything that you that you love, desire, that you're grateful for. And so spring is coming. Also grateful for that. In that the snow will be melting. Uh, things will become a bit mushier. I don't know if you guys have um, thought about this, but when you're selling your home, when there's snow on the ground, you don't have to rake the yard. <laughs> you don't have to um, make sure the grass is cut. Okay. there. Depending on the size of your yard, it, it may be easier to sell in the spring or summer. But in the winter up here, basically what the sellers are doing at this point are making sure the driveway is clear, pathways are clear to, you know, the locations, uh, you know, around the, around the house, maybe to the garage, to the shed, um, shovel off the, the porch or the patio maybe that you have that you can show people, you know, entertaining space. But ultimately, the exterior curb appeal is going to include snow, which is actually quite a bit different than doing it in the spring. In the spring, your curb appeal will be dependent on things that maybe you have already put in place. Uh, perennials. Uh, we do want to watch out for mud in the spring, kind of like snow in the winter. I had an open house uh, last Saturday, and I was lucky enough to have the neighbors of my owner do a really great job at removing the snow all the way up the road. It's a dirt road. In New Hampshire, a lot of roads are dirt road, especially in the rural areas. And they did an excellent job 
clearing it so that customers and clients and their agents could come and access the property easily. And whenever you're listing a home, whether spring or summer, that that's important as well as making sure that people know how to get to where you are. Uh, I include signs and lately I have been using the snow to hold up my signs. It's very effective and actually sometimes easier than using the dirt. Um, I don't have to use a hammer to put the post stake in. The only draw side is that um, I do find myself having to go back and after each melt, you know, to reinstitute uh, the stake into a much more secure location. It's, it's a fun process. It's uh, a learning process all the time. As far as spring goes, the signs will go into the ground. I have directional signs that lead you from the main road to my listing, which is also very helpful, especially in the back roads or in small um, niche communities that may be maze-like. Um, shout out to all my people in Lock Lake Colony there. <laughs> so in spring, we're gonna be getting ready. In any time uh, that we're listing, the listing consultation involves me meeting with you, going over your goals, going over maybe some hurdles you have, some timeline things that you want to get done, um, and also a consultation on, you know, what you want to do to prepare your home the best that you can. I'm going to be honest, this is different for everybody, uh, but I'm going to tell you the main hurdles that we go over is three of them, okay? Um prepping. Okay. And if you prep well, this could be more profitable. The second one is packing and planning. That one is a little bit more obvious, uh, packing away things, getting things ready and the appraisal. And this is also involved in the profit portion of selling a home. I'll talk about those and where they're involved in the process. But first, I want to demystify for you how we're preparing the home, okay? The basic steps are, I've made them all D's, D-E. So we're going to demystify with declutter, depersonalize, and I call it deluxe, okay? So let me kind of go over those with you. Declutter is pretty obvious. I could, looking around my office right now, if you know me, you know I kind of have, I'm not dirty, uh, but I, I have a little bit of clutter, okay? You can actually see it in the background there. Um, there's actually a glass with some water on on the back of my table there. That's a clutter thing that we wouldn't want to have, you know, when we're getting ready. And then we talk about depersonalize. Uh, a lot of homes have photos prominently displayed of their family and everyone loves to look at their family and be happy and show gratitude, right? They have this wonderful family. Uh, but when you're preparing your home to sell, uh, you are wanting to show a blank slate, a neutral slate as it were for potential buyers so that they can picture their family living there and growing there. Or even if they're not a family, single person, whatever the purpose is that they're going to be doing with the property, they would like to envision that, okay? So we're gonna depersonalize. Uh, another note at depersonalization, you can see over here in the background is a picture, it's kind of hidden behind my little thing, but it's a picture of my, my father uh, when he was in the military. 
that is a personal thing that I would suggest that people remove. If you want to replace it with uh, a stock photo or a photo of a flower or scenery or something of that nature, especially if you have large pictures on the walls, of course, you know, portraits and whatnot, that's definitely an option. And for my sellers, I do have some uh, stock and very generic but nice pictures, paintings, and that sort of thing, mirrors that can be used um, in staging, okay? And then deluxe. Deluxe is preparing your home in its most deluxe state ever. I, I have had so many clients um, after they've gone through this process, the declutter, depersonalize, and deluxe, and say, wow, it is absolutely beautiful. I cannot believe this is my home. And I will tell you that this step in the process is the most labor intensive for the seller. Okay. Once you get past the declutter, depersonalize and deluxe, then you get to move on to more personal things, you know, preparing yourself to move. The deluxe is talking about cleaning, staging, and selling. Uh, cleaning, make everything sparkle and shine. It's amazing what we have, what we have in our homes and we don't realize we do. I can offer cleaning surfaces to you as well. Uh, it would just change the package for the listing. That way you don't have to worry about cleaning and it can get done uh, by a professional. Uh, a lot of sellers choose to do it on their own, which is fine. Uh, a big one is the top of the refrigerator. I, I would like to challenge you all to think what is on top of your refrigerator right now. I can tell you personally, I'm pretty sure I have a platter up there and I don't know why it's up there, but I have a uh, dress pant, yoga pant bag from Beta Brand, okay? <laughs> I was talking about clutter, right? So definitely not just clearing off the top of the refrigerator, but cleaning it. We don't clean it generally. You may need a step stool. Other things that we don't seem to clean very often are fans or fan blades. Uh, there are many ways to go about doing this. If they're very heavy, you want to start with a vacuum, right? And then a wet cloth on both sides and bring it down, right? So there's a lot of tips that I can give you guys about cleaning. And staging, I will, I will assist you with either with my items, some of the items that you currently own, or if you know where you're moving to already, I have had clients purchase furniture or items that they know they're going to use in their future home and use those for staging in their current home, okay? So when we sign a listing agreement, um, it can take owners a different varying degrees of time to prepare their home to have the professional photographer come in and take photos. Uh, if you have access to my Zillow profile, which is in the links in, in my um, listed by Erica.com. You could see some of the properties that I home, the homes that I've sold, and they are the ones that show me as the seller or the listing agent. Okay. I use a professional photographer and I assist the sellers with whatever it is that they need to do to prepare their home. And I'm there every step of the way. 
So you're getting ready now, okay? So if you sign a listing agreement now and you're getting ready, sometimes that can take a, a few weeks. Sometimes uh, if, you know, if there's repairs involved, which there may or may not be depending on what we discuss in our meeting. A lot of sellers assume that they need to repair certain things that may not be the case. Uh, it is a case by case basis and something that definitely I suggest you reach out to your realtor about or me if you don't already have a realtor and discuss what is truly important and what can be disclosed, okay? And then when we're ready, we take the photos and generally the next week after that, uh, it, it goes on the market. So the next thing that I want to show you is, and I hope I have it queued up here on my desktop. The I want to show you some um, market data that I have put together from the National Association of Realtors. Um, and I've taken the screenshots because they and clipped them together because they only present three or four years at a time. Okay. And I want to show you in New Hampshire what specifically the the trends look like year over year. So you can see the lines basically in March are some of the lowest amounts for sales price, closed sales. And why is that? Well, that's because uh, when you put your home on the market, it takes about, let's say, a month to get ready and actually on the market, okay? Then it takes another 45 days to close. So anything closing in March, okay, was likely had a listing agreement signed in January or possibly sooner. So in real estate, we are working, you know, two months, sometimes three months ahead. I want you to remember that when you're planning. This is why I talk about selling in spring. Let's meet now. So every year in March is the lowest, which means if you sign a listing agreement in February or March, you're going to be ready in May or June. You can see the highest um, meeting sales prices are here in the summer, which is July, August, and September. Historically, through you know, 2011, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16. You can see they're climbing all along here. Even in 2017, um, the median sales price was the highest in those months. But as we move along here and we get to 2020, you can see that the median sales price did not drop back down in the fall or winter months. Um, it stayed fairly even. So I, we always say this, I wish I had a crystal ball. I wish I could tell you, um, what it's going to be like in 2022, but I did clip you all the way to January in 2022. And you can see that the median sales price dropped a little bit, maybe in November, but it's holding its point very well in comparison to prior years. Um, all of these data points here that are what I'm showing. And if you're listening, you know, if you're listening afterwards, you may not be able to see this, but you can find it on my YouTube. Um, all of these things are directly correlated. So like the amount of closed sales are going to be directly correlated to month supply. Uh, new listings, again, month supply. 
um, homes for sale are like new listings plus ones that haven't sold still directly correlated. And you notice here at the bottom for any buyers who may be watching to get some insight or if you're selling and buying because a lot of people are, um, the affordability index is, you know, how affordable is a home during different months of the year? And you can see historically it is more affordable to, you know, purchase a home in March or rather have it close in March. And it is dropping off here quite a bit over towards 2022, which is, I mean, obviously going to oppositely correlate to the median sales price, which is not really dropping at all. That being said, listing in the spring and anytime you list, when you sign the listing agreement, there's going to be usually a delay before it comes on. If nothing else, if your house is ready to go and you have the paperwork signed, you're going to have a delay for photography. Um, and then once your home is on the market, currently it sh should, if it's turnkey and done well, it should be under contract within a week. That has an exception, of course, for items that are homes or property that are very unique, um, properties with larger parcels of land, um, horse and barn properties, luxury properties. However, I will say this, luxury properties are also selling uh, very quickly and very high as well. I'm sure you, if you haven't looked, you should, but even the homes on Lake Winnipesaukee, um, or any lake for that matter, are selling quickly. So there is a process to this all. And after you're done demystifying with the decluttering and depersonalization and deluxe, it goes on the market, okay? Once it's under contract, which I said takes about a week, maybe two weeks, depending on how it's planned around your schedule, how the showings work. The next hurdles are, again, um, packing and planning. So getting ready for your future, which is very exciting. And then, of course, the appraisal. Um, this The appraisal is affects your profit, especially and generally only if the person purchasing the property has a loan. The, the appraisal is based off of a professional appraiser who's licensed to appraise the home and they're gonna use recent market data and the details of the uh, comparison homes. It is a very detailed and mm, numerically relevant topic. It also does make a difference how your home appears. And as a listing agent and buyer's agent, for my listing people, I go and I meet the appraiser at the home, answer any questions they have, and let them know information uh, that is, I think, and possibly they may think, vital to the appraisal of the property. Usually they'll ask you those questions, but sometimes it's good to point them out uh, to make sure that the appraisal comes through with the correct information about the home. Because let's be honest, uh, your tax card does not always say everything about the home, especially if you're not letting in the appraiser in on the inside of the home, right? Because that's an option you don't have to allow them in. 
And after that, we go to closing. So I forgot to tell you guys, stay tuned. Uh, but we've already kind of gone over stuff. I have an upcoming Valentine's Day contest, which is tomorrow. And definitely stay posted on my social media. You'll see how to enter. But I'll give you a hint to so make sure you're prepared. It is related to uh, your before and after renovations or DIY that you've done yourself um, or helped out yourself um, in the recent past. And it's basically, it's called the honeydew contest. So the prize is going to be related to a gift to reward yourself or your honey um, for all that hard work that you put in. So keep an eye on that on social media. Uh, I Oh, I want to give out more, but at the same time, I don't because it's kind of exciting. I personally have approved. You have my personal stamp of approval on the winner. And while I encourage other uh, real estate agents to enter, I would like to give the opportunity to people that are customers, clients and of the general public to win the prize. Um I think it'll be a lot of fun for myself even and for other uh, viewers or other people on social media. It's going to be based on who gets the most likes and creativity. So I'm excited to see what everyone's been working on. I don't know if y'all noticed, y'all, it's like I'm from the South or something, but when COVID happened and a lot of people were staying in place, uh, we weren't going out in public so much. Um, I noticed even walking down my street when I went out to get fresh air that so many people have made the extra effort to, you know, make their lawns look wonderful, trim their hedges because we had that time here to use to better our home and to make it was a, it was a double. A, it's not a sword because a sword is stabbing. I'll have to think of it, you know, a double headed rose. How about that? Um we were bettering our space uh, because we had the time. And also it made the space that we were stuck in better, right? <laughs> I personally like to garden. I would love to hear about what uh, what y'all did in the upcoming contest. It can be interior, it can be exterior. Make it creative, you know? Um, you, you redid your home office. Um, you built a she shed so you could go get some time to yourself. Um, all kinds of things. I'd love to see what you guys have going on. And in my upcoming episode, I'm going to talk about parties in the transaction, which is also important to selling. Uh, a lot of people don't know or even remember from their last sale, the general parties that are involved in a transaction. So we're going to cover that in my next episode next Sunday. And I hope you all have a wonderful day. Um, spend some time with some friends, some family. Uh, for those of you that are watching live, it is going to be a, I, I'm allowed to say a game day, a big game day. It's going to be a great game day where we get together and we uh, enjoy fun and food and games. And that is something that I think uh, a lot of us have been missing a bit with COVID. So everyone stay strong, stay healthy. Uh, my resources that are available in the links to our, well, my phone number. Call me if you have questions. 
I love to get the phone calls. I'm going to be honest, I'm not so great at making them. I love talking to you and helping and letting you know what options you have and what we can do for you. Uh, also, for sellers, there is a quick CMA link on my website. I put the link in the show notes. This will give you a general idea most of the time if they find your property approximately what the price is. There's also a link to a more detailed home value uh, where you tell me about your home. Either way, I'm going to get your information and want to give you a detailed home value. And then as far as um, where I got the data, okay, uh, the links below below are for National Association of Realtors. It will give you the information. You can look up year over year, month to month for the whole state, for the county. You can look up single family homes. Uh, yes, I should say. The chart that I discussed and the trends that I showed you were for single family homes. I did look at the condo sales. The trends were very similar while the prices were lower. I was just showing you the trend of how the different months work. And of course, um, I've also included, because it's spring, a link to New Hampshire vacations. Uh, you can look up any of the schools and see when that school in the area is on vacation. This is probably a great point to point out for the spring when you're listing who's on vacation, right? Um, when are the kids on vacation? Maybe they're going away. Maybe they're going to be at home looking for a place to live. That's something to discuss and check out. And if you need any other resources, let me know. As a long-time New Hampshire resident, I am very familiar with the snow melt process. Now, we haven't had a lot of snow this year. Uh, right now, it's melting. Uh, just remember that as the snow melts, it creates higher water and the ground is mushy. Um, which, you know, uh, can, be, can be avoided, but... Um, yeah, we want to try to keep everything dry. So if you need to uh, make sure your water is appropriately moving away from your house. I like to dig little trenches. <laughs> or if you live in a city like I do, make sure that your driveway is clear or the path that the water takes to the culvert is clear. Super important. I love you guys. Have a great day. guys, thank you so much for joining me. I hope that information or discussion we had was useful, if not entertaining. Please like and subscribe. Share with your friends, neighbors, loved ones who are looking to get help or find more information. And feel free to reach out if you yourself have any questions or shoot me a message if you have more topics that you'd love me to cover. Buyers and sellers, listen up. If you want to access properties, check out my social media presence or download my app with a guide through each step of the process, go to listedbyerica.com. You can also check out the homeowner blog, request property values, or your custom search at listedbyerica.com. And if you have a referral, please send to erica.bruce at kw.com. Keep in mind, not all states have the same laws and regulations, so please feel free to reach out to me and I can refer you. Bye.